Welcome to Living Bread Radio Presents, a program designed to teach and evangelize about the Catholic faith through various speakers and presentations given in the local listening area. Today's show features Father Timothy Callista, a priest of the Diocese of Cleveland, Ohio, and his talk entitled, Discipleship Through the Eyes of Simon and Veronica, recorded at the Catholic Men's Fellowship Conference in February 2012. And now, Father Timothy Callista. Today we are going to go on a journey, but do not worry, you don't have to leave. You don't have to worry about bringing any money. You don't have to really worry about where we're going to go because I will be, as we like to say in the spiritual journey, your director for this little journey. Ignatius of Loyola was a spiritual genius. If you know anything about Ignatius of Loyola, you would know that one of his passions was that he wanted to be good at what he did. He was a soldier before he converted to Christ and to his church. And as a soldier, he wanted to be known for all the things that he would do. And after his conversion, he wanted to become what others would refer to as holy, great, and powerful, but not in the sense that it would bring glory to him, but only that it would bring glory to Almighty God. Ignatius began to write what is now referred to as the spiritual exercises. And in these exercises, Ignatius would then take the one that he was working with and help them go through some of the experiences in the Gospels. What I would like to do with you today is to go through two experiences of stories that we've heard about, things that we're familiar with through the Stations of the Cross. The first is through the eyes of Simon, the one that assisted Jesus and Veronica, that fearless woman who assisted our Savior at a time of his need. The first is Simon. What I'd like you to think about is this. Do you know anyone here that was reluctant to come here today? I'm sure you do. But if you were reluctant, before this day is over, I want you to turn to that person who brought you here today and thank them. Thank them for bringing you here. Thank them. Because the reality is, my brothers, is that sometimes we are all reluctant on following Christ. Many times we don't want to do the things that Jesus is asking us. So when we look at the life of Simon, we can see one who was reluctant. It says in the scriptures, Mark chapter 15, verse 21, they pressed into service a passerby. Simon, a Cyrenian who was coming in from the country, the father of Alexander and Rufus, to carry his cross. When Simon was first brought in to see our Lord, he was reluctant. He didn't want to do it. He wanted to do anything else but help this criminal carry his cross. Why do I have to carry this man's cross? It's not my responsibility. He's the criminal. Why am I doing it? But as Simon would discover over the course of time, that reluctancy transformed into love. My hope and my prayer today is that that person that brought you here, and if you were reluctant, do not be afraid or do not be ashamed because all of us have been there at one time or another. All of us have been reluctant to follow Christ. But if you were reluctant and came anyways, you now can take Simon as your particular patron saint because he also was reluctant. But for the rest of Simon's life, he would be able to talk to converts and anyone who knew about Christ and say, I had the privilege of carrying his cross. My brother Simon learned to carry our Savior's cross because he began to understand what true love was. 
He was reluctant at first, but became a man of love. As your director on this little journey, I want you to also realize that there are many times where Christ will ask us to carry our own crosses. We may be reluctant to do so. We may say, God, can't you give me another one? Can't you do something different? Why does it have to be so hard? Why does the cross have to be so difficult? But my dear brothers, remember this. If it was easy, everyone would do it. But Simon, in carrying his cross, recognized for himself that it's all about love. Do we really love? I love you. I really do. As your priest and as a minister of Christ, I love you. You are my brothers. But I love you too much to allow you to remain as you are. You must no longer be the same, but you must be different. We must be challenged to grow in our faith journey. We must carry our crosses. Is this difficult? Is this hard? Yes, it is. That's what discipleship is all about. It's about being a man for others. It's about being a man for Christ. Because if we love Christ, then that's where we're going to be. We are going to die. But it's better to die for the love of Christ than to live for ourselves alone. Are you impatient? If you said yes, then you need to work on that. Are you impatient with your children? Are you impatient with your wives? Are you impatient with your boss? Are you impatient with your employees? Are you impatient with your pastors? Are you impatient with yourself? The fact of the matter is, is that Christ is calling us to be patient. Christ is asking us to love. We may not want to embrace patience. We may enjoy being impatient. It may be something that we are comfortable with. But that's the whole point of the cross, is to, for us to embrace impatience and say, Lord, for your sake, I will be patient because I love you. My brothers, I love you. And it is difficult at times, I know, to be a disciple of Jesus Christ, but I love you too much to allow you to remain as you are. Love is patient. Love is kind. Are we genuinely kind to one another? Do we share compliments with each other? You know, if you've ever gone to a priest gathering, one of the most saddest things at priest gatherings is, is we don't compliment one another. We don't say things like, that was a good homily. We do say things like, I want to use that one time. <laughs> but why are we so reluctant to be kind to one another? Why are we so reluctant? Well, people look at us differently. Archbishop Fulton Sheen oftentimes would say that one of the things that happens when we become accustomed to beautiful things is we lose their value and their meaning. Are we accustomed to people doing things for us? Then why don't we start doing things for others? Why don't we be men for others? Will someone walk all over us? Sure they will. Will people take advantage of us? Sure they will but it's out of kindness and patience that we are called to be. Because love is patient. Love is kind. And remember, Simon began to love because he carried love's cross. But it goes even further than this, gentlemen. It goes even deeper than patience and kindness. Love is not jealous. Do you ever compare yourself with others? Why does so-and-so always seem to have the breaks? Why did so-and-so get the promotion? Why does so-and-so always get noticed? And we become envious and jealous of others' gifts and talents and say, why didn't God give me that? I will be honest with you, gentlemen. I struggled in school. I had a learning disability all through school. 
I hated it. I hated every second of it. I would study for six hours and I would get a D and someone else would study for five minutes and get an A and it was unfair and I was mad and I said, Lord, it's unfair. And now as an adult, I look back on it and I say, thank you, God, for my learning disability. I thank you. The Lord has given me gifts that I didn't realize at the time. He taught me discipline through my inabilities. I was able to learn the strengths that I did have. My brothers, when we compare ourselves to others, we don't see the gifts that God has given to us. We don't see the God-giving things that the Lord has given to us. All of you are talented, so much more talented than I am, so much more holier than I am, so much more better than I am. Don't look at me and say, if I could just be like that, believe me, being me is not going to get you anywhere. But being him will get you everywhere. Being Christ to each other, my brothers, being Jesus to each other, how is love? Love challenges us and transforms us. Love is patient, love is kind, love is not jealous. Love is not rude. Do you ever notice how rude people are in this world today? You know, if you're driving on the freeway and you put on your turning signal and you count how many cars are going to cut you off before they let you in, and yet we can become indignant. How dare that person do that to me? Don't they know who I am? Don't they realize that I'm trying to get over into the other lane? How dare that person ride under rate five inches from my bumper? How dare that person do that to me? How dare that person see me in line and not ask if I can go in front of them? How dare they do that to me? But how often do we do it to each other? You can't be kind. You, can't, you have to be rude. That's what everyone does. It's a cutthroat society, Father. You not, can't be like Christ because everyone will walk over you. That's the point, guys. That's the whole point. Because Jesus needs us to be servants to each other. Will you be a servant for Jesus? Will you help each other carry their crosses? Will you live in love and not live for yourselves? Because if you live for this man, that's where you'll end up. But we also know the end of the story. We know that Christ triumphant over death. We know that Christ now is in heaven, interceding for us for all time. Where he is, we one day hope to be. Be Simon for each other. Help each other carry our crosses. How do we do that, brothers? It's out of love. It's out of love for each other. It's out of love for Christ. And don't give me this, well, men, true, true men don't cry and true men don't show emotion. If we love each other, we rejoice with each other. When somebody calls me up and says, Father, I got a promotion, I rejoice with that person. When somebody says to me, I've been elevated, great. It's wonderful. I'm not envious of you. I will offer you my prayers because I love you. I have sacrificed my life as a priest to live for you alone. I want to be your Simon as you are mine. How can we help each other? By love. Love is patient. Love is kind. Love is not rude. Love is not brooding over injury. Love is not jealous. My brothers, we must not be reluctant anymore to love. John 15, chapter 11. John chapter 15, verse 11. This is my commandment. Love one another as I have loved you. Do you love each other? And if you don't, why are you afraid? Why are you afraid to love each other? Why are you afraid to live for another? 
Our journey doesn't end here, though. We began, I hope, as reluctant followers willing to carry our crosses, but now I'd like to enter into another part of our story. Veronica. I want to share with you a story of how I became familiar with this woman. I work with a few people who see me for direction. And one person came to me and they were having a particular struggle in their spiritual life. And I said to this individual, I said, what you need to do is you need to pray the story of Veronica. And she said, how do I do that? And I said, this is what you do. Put yourself as Veronica and see what happens when you walk up to Jesus and wipe his face. What is the image on that veil? Is it Jesus' face or is it something different? So this individual very faithfully did this and came back to me and said to me, you know, Father, I did what you said and the only image that came to me was Jesus' face. And I said, well, that can't be true. I mean, this is, God gave me this inspiration. I know this is what God wants me to tell you. That's impossible. I'm going to do it myself and show that this is what God needs you to hear. So I took it to prayer and I was stunned. I mean, you got to understand, I, I very rarely ever do these kinds of exercises. They're difficult for me to memorize and try to put myself, but I put myself in the story. I was there on Palm Sunday. It was a hot, dusty day. People were swarms of people, 100,000 people screaming, Hosanna to the King of Kings. Glory, glory to Jesus. And I was with them. I had my palm branches and I said, all hail to you, Jesus. Love you, Jesus. You're awesome, Jesus. But Jesus caught my eye. And he looked at me with sadness and sorrow. And in my heart, I was screaming out, Jesus, why are you looking at me so sadly for? I'm praising your name. I'm loving you for who you are. And he said, my brother, my son, you have hatred in your heart. You hate the Pharisees. And immediately I looked over and I said, well, yes, Lord, I do hate the Pharisees. I do hate the Sadducees. They're the ones that kill you, Lord. And he said, no, my son, sin killed me. Not the Pharisees, not the Sadducees. So I continued to sing my Hosanna, ignoring our Lord, saying he must be mistaken. I love him too much. So later in my meditation, I became Veronica. I went up to our Savior. I wiped his face and I looked out at the veil to see what our Lord left me. And our Lord left me the sacred heart. I was stunned. I said, Lord, why did you give me the sacred heart? And he said, until you love as I love, you will never be my disciple. I was horrified. I said, Lord, who in my life are the Pharisees and Sadducees? And then I began to remember individuals in my own life who I have failed to forgive, people in my own life who I have failed to love, into situations in my life where I have failed. And I wept bitterly out of my own sinfulness. And I said, Lord, forgive me. I am sorry. Help me to love you. Help me to love those individuals in my life. Help me to love the Pharisees. Help me to love the Sadducees. Help me to love you like Veronica does, Lord. What do we need to do to love? Here's what we need to do. If we are reluctant to do, be Simon, please don't be reluctant to be Veronica. Gentlemen, this talk is meant to challenge us, all of us, not just me, not just you, but all of us as disciples of Jesus. We need this challenge in our lives because it's not easy. 
It's easy now to sit here amidst all of us and scream out Hosanna in the highest. It's easy to sing songs, even if we have a terrible voice. It's easy to do these things with all of us around because nobody's judging us, but it's very different when we're back at our home parishes. Please, my brothers, please, whatever you do, don't go to Mass and just simply stare at the people around you. But open your heart. Stop being reluctant and love Jesus. Because if we love Christ, if we are faithful to Jesus, then Jesus will give us the strength and the courage to follow him. What do we need to do? From the, from the Gospel of St. Matthew, chapter 25, verses 31 through 40. When the Son of Man comes in his glory and all the angels with him, he will sit upon his glorious throne and all the nations will be assembled before him. And he will separate them one from another as a shepherd separates the sheep from the goats. He will place the sheep on his right and the goats on his left. Then the king will say to those on his right, Come, you who are blessed by my father, inherit the kingdom prepared from you from the foundation of the world. For I was hungry and you gave me food. I was thirsty and you gave me drink. A stranger, and you welcomed me. Naked, and you clothed me. Ill, and you cared for me. In prison, and you visited me. Then the righteous will answer him and say, Lord, when did we see you hungry and feed you? Or thirsty and give you drink? When did we see you a stranger and welcome you? Or naked and clothe you? When did we see you ill or in prison and visit you? And the king will say to them in reply, Amen, I say to you, whatever you did for one of these least brothers of mine... You did for me. My brothers in Christ, who are the ones in our lives that we need to reach out to? Who are the neglected brothers of ours that we need to call? Who is it that we need to say to them, Jesus loves you as much as I love you. Jesus needs you as much as I need you. Jesus needs us to be brothers to each other. Do not be reluctant. Do not be afraid. Why are we afraid to show compassion to one another? Why are we afraid to help and love one another? Jesus loved his apostles to the end. Remember on Holy Thursday, what did he do? On Holy Thursday, he took off his outer garment and he began to wash the feet of his disciples. Imagine the master lowering himself down to be the slave and the servant. Are we servants to one another? Or do we expect others to serve us? My brothers, to be Veronica means that we have to go beyond our comfort zone. We must be servants to each other. It's not easy to be a servant. But that's the whole point. Servitude is not in doing what is comfortable, but what hurts. Do you want to be a servant of Jesus? I pray that you say yes. I pray that this conference will transform you. Because we need you. We need you in our parishes. We need you in your families. We need you to be the spiritual leaders God has given you the opportunity to be. We need you. And people will look at you and sit there and say, who are you? And you say, I am a disciple of Jesus Christ. And I am doing what the Lord has asked me to do. Do not be afraid, my brothers. Do not be afraid to offer kindness and compassion to each other. Do not be afraid to follow Christ. 
It's all about Jesus. It's all about Jesus. Mother Teresa, when asked how one can truly serve the world, gave this acronym. She said, if you want to be happy, you want to be faithful, you want to be committed, they would all say, yes, amen, Mother Teresa. What do we need to do? She said, it's very simple. Be joyful. Or she said specifically, be joy. Be joy? Be joy. Jesus, others, yourself. What did Jesus do? Jesus was a man for others. Remember when he was tempted in the desert? The devil said to him, if you are the son of God, command this stone to become bread. You're hungry, feed yourself. And Jesus said, man does not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from the mouth of God. We must do the same, brothers. Do we fast? Do we give up things in our own life? Give up the remote control? Give up a time away? Give up something that's important to us? Do we make sacrifices for our families? Do we do those things? Sometimes yes, but sometimes no. We must make sacrifices in our daily life. Be Jesus. Because that's how Jesus lived his life. Remember, you do not live on bread alone, but by every word that comes from God's mouth. Do we realize that Jesus is speaking to us tonight? So Jesus is a servant. We also must be servants. Others. Do we place others before our own needs? What can I do to help you? My pastor, Father Carlin, used to say that to me all the time. What can I do to help you? It was the most beautiful thing anyone said to me. What can I do to help you? He was a man for others. Do we live our lives for others or is it all about me? It's about my needs and it's about my things and it's about my things and it's about me. And can't you understand that? I have struggles, I have sacrifices, I have things I need to do. Do we make sacrifices, brothers? Jesus did, and so we must. And Mother Teresa lived her entire life for others, never living her life for herself. She wasn't perfect at it, nor are we going to be perfect at it. But that's why we have the sacrament of confession. When Mother Teresa went to confession, she joked with her confessor and she said, You know, Father, everyone thinks I'm a saint, but you know differently. We all struggle, brothers. We all struggle. Be a man for others. Be a man for Christ. To be a perfect Veronica means that we put Jesus first, others second. Look at the way she did it. She wasn't worried about what the people said. She wasn't worried about what anyone else said. She wiped his face. She was there for him. Are we there for each other? Is Jesus first? Do others come second? And when all is said and done, how do we acknowledge ourselves? It's Jesus, others, yourself. You come last. You are third. When I was ordained a priest, Bishop Pilla said these words to us as an ordination class, and it's something I haven't forgotten. I'm going to paraphrase because I've forgotten exactly how he said it. He said, people will be demanding. They will expect you to do things you don't want to do. They will ask you to do things you may not feel like. 
They will invite you to parties you have no desire to go to. You will be a stranger among friends. You will be looked at differently. Conversations will cease. They will see you as judge, jury, and executioner. They will challenge you every day. But remember this, sons of God, you are men of prayer. You are priests. You do not do this for yourself, but for Christ. Because it's not about me. It's not about you. It's all about him. I want us to enter into a time of prayer. And I want you to open your heart to Jesus. This is not about you. This is not about me. This is about Christ. And gentlemen, if we are to be a man for others, then we must be men for Jesus. Don't be afraid, men. We, the church, need you. I need you. Christ needs you. Be a man. And open your heart to our Savior, Jesus Christ. Be the men God has called you to be. Don't be afraid. Open your hearts, my gentlemen friends. Open your heart, my dear brothers in Christ. Open your hearts to Jesus. And let him in. At Mass, we're called to the Oran's position. It's to open our hands. Our hands are lifted up. Open your hands, my gentlemen. Open your hands, my brothers. Let Jesus in. Don't be afraid. And I'm going to lead you in a prayer of acceptance of Christ our Savior. You don't need to pray this prayer out loud because it doesn't matter who's praying it or who's not. All that matters is, is that you are opening your heart to Jesus. Pray with me in your heart, men. Jesus, I accept you today as my Lord and Savior. I accept you today as my God. I accept you today as my Redeemer. I consecrate myself to you this day. I love you with all my heart, with all my soul, with every ounce of my being. I surrender myself to you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I love you, Jesus. I worship you, Jesus. I will not be afraid to be a follower of Christ. Gentlemen, I love you. Pray for me and I will pray for you. We hope that you've enjoyed this production of Living Bread Radio Presents. For a copy of this program on Compact Disc, call 330-966-2903 or send an email to orders at livingbreadradio.com and reference the program broadcast date. This has been a production of Living Bread Radio in Canton, Ohio. Join us again next week at the same time for more Living Bread Radio Presents.